1: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Badlands podcast, the only podcast out there that is 100% chiseled and is probably part of the Chairshot Radio Network and now is also available on Smart To Death Radio. I am Mags and yet again. I think it's about 13, 14 weeks in a row now. Uh Mr. Tully is unavailable due to coronavirus. The it's the biggest heel in, in wrestling today is uh is this pandemic. But he doesn't get to speak to the guests that I do so it basically football. Um but today's guest um it's from a podcast that Normally I would go out my way to kind of bull up these podcasts but this is a podcast that I just can't recommend to anyone because it's the worst wrestling podcast uh, and today's guest is the host of that podcast, it's, it's Justin, Justin how are you sir? I am doing rather well. How about you? I am not too bad. Really appreciate you taking the time uh, uh, from across the pond to to come on the show. And for context, I don't actually think uh, the this podcast is the worst wrestling podcast. That's the name <laughs> of the podcast, and it's actually a, a pretty badass, fun kind of podcast. So uh, yeah, definitely go and check. Uh, uh, check Justin's podcast out before we get into uh any of the, the the Matt Rushmore's uh tell us a little bit about um the the thoughts behind uh the worst wrestling podcast where did it come from because it's it's a relatively new idea I think you've only been going since what October-ish yeah
0: yeah um I started like end of October kind of early November um so the, the worst wrestling podcast it's it was actually something kind of came up with in regards to you know there's so many Other podcasts out there that you know these wrestling podcasts who are extremely extremely good you know when it comes to editing um their content is just it goes above and beyond and i was like i'm gonna do the complete opposite i'm going to tell the worst wrestling podcast (laughs) and you're gonna get what you're gonna get you know i obviously try to do my best to give uh the you know some good content and, and some personality to it but uh you know if it's not the best that well i mean you know yeah, which you yeah, get according to the title, of the worst wrestling podcast. You know,
1: well, it's certainly not the worst wrestling podcast. If you go back and hear the first ever episodes of Why are We Watching Badlands, they are pretty much the worst. Uh, but I, I, I think the 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 idea behind the show is is real good. I mean, I enjoy podcasts that have great production value and, and use editing and sound effects, but if the If the personality and the kind of passion of the the person who's talking doesn't come through, you can have all the 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 cool sound effects in the world. it It doesn't make your content any better. You need that kind of that kind of connection with with who you're listening to to enjoy the podcast. And I think that's one of the the main reasons why i've I've really started to enjoy your podcast.
0: Well, I definitely appreciate it You know, being a kind of like a one man bandit, you know, allows me to kind of push myself to do something much, much, much more instead of having, you know, a co-host. And, you know, I know when I've had guests on, it's, you know, it's a little bit more easier to have interactions. But when you're by yourself, it, you know, I have to come up with so much more to, you know, to, to please, you know, and not only myself, but, you know, the wrestling fans, because like you said, like we're all wrestling fans. And we thoroughly enjoy and, and have passion for the, for the company and the businesses. So I just want to exclude that to everybody out there.
1: Yeah. And, and I have tried doing a couple of episodes uh, solo, and it's goddamn, it's hard. And I, I, give, I, give, <laughs> I, I honestly give full props to people who, who can pull off talking into a microphone for, for 35 minutes to, to an hour or so, because I've tried doing solo podcasts, and if I get past 10 minutes, I'm surprised. <laughs> i hear you sometimes
0: sometimes i have to uh to, to stop and i'm like what am i doing right now what am i rambling about right now so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i definitely i feel you on that
1: <laughs> it's your boy rance aka ray cash from the outsider's edge i'm here with my brother kyle and we just want to shout out the badlands podcast check it out the mount rushmore of podcasting you have darren mags you have paul Tolly. check them out chair radio network come out every week give them a listen
0: check them out they're a great show y'all if you haven't heard them before it's a lot of fun it's an awesome show we're big fans here at the edge and check out all the other shows here at the chair shot where you
1: can always use your head and if you don't like that we don't give up thanks for listening so as this is badlands and this is your first ever appearance on badlands um Let's get your Matt Rushmore of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And so when he finally does come back, Mark Horse can can uh, add them to the collated, uh, the collated Mount Rushmore. So who are your four wrestlers that uh, that really speak to you, and a little bit of an uh, explanation why each one kind of made the pick? Yeah, the
0: most definitely. So my first one is uh, is obviously kind of the 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 mainstay of of uh, the push for for wrestling, and that would be um, Hulk Hogan. Uh, I I'm yeah I, so I'm you know for for everybody I, I know I know said so on my on my podcast but I'm 35 so I I grew up um, watching wrestling and, and he's kind of like that symbolic wrestling figure uh, growing up as as a child so um, you know I think between him and Vince what they did obviously kind of pushed the wrestling to where it is now so he has to get the props for sure um, second is he's just my Favorite wrestler, um, kind of all time, and and that's Bret Hart. Um, you know, he's just uh, hands down, technically, you know, story wise, you know, Picasso in the ring. Um, it's he's just badass to me. (laughs) Um, that would be obviously the the biggest name when you kind of think of of wrestling. That would be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um. And and when he came out, you know, my I was in that teenage stage. So you hit him kind of pissing off uh, his boss and having an attitude was kind of right for my teenage years. Uh, so it's definitely a good connection. Um, and last is The Undertaker. It, it, only because he's, you know, he's been around for for so long as The, as the Undertaker. And he's um, changed his character so many times. And he's just evolved. And regardless of what character it was or he just he pulled it off and you know watching his you know the last uh ride documentary what we got going on in the network Mm -hmm. it he really shows like how passionate he was about not only wrestling but his character um so it definitely puts him up there for for uh, uh top guys i would say you know for for the big guys
1: yeah i totally agree and uh uh, I know that Austin, Hulk and Taker, we've got like a breakaway pack of about, I think about six wrestlers are with, uh, and uh, Austin, Hulk and Taker in there. We've not really had that much uh, love for, for Bret Hart, which has been surprising. I think he may be just creeping into double figures. Uh, but looking looking at your picks, the the thing that kind of um, links them together for me is that they, they've they all been at one time or other the face of 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 wrestling almost.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know, and I, I watched you know WCW and all that kind of stuff growing up, and you know, kind of I, I guess the way I approached it was kind of like my favorites growing up mm-hmm. as as a child and kind of like what they've done for me, because um, I you know I I was you know I wanted to put Sting in there, I wanted to put uh, Mick Foley, you know, the Cactus Jack, I wanted to, to Flair and all that, but I was like, ah. you know, these guys for me are just more of the ones I've connected with along the way, in my years of. Uh, enjoying you know wrestling
1: yeah i i mean i understand that and that's the beauty of um of uh having your own Matt richard is it's there's no right or wrong answer it's what appeals to you as a wrestling fan what kind of brought you in what kind of kept you interested uh there's there's so much wrestling out there from from now all the way through history that it's hard to know everyone who's, who's been in. so you've got to kind of draw on your own um uh, your own kind of interest in wrestling so there's no right and wrong answer for me in the in marriage that's what makes it so fun to get everyone's opinions
0: oh yeah definitely i mean there's I mean, I wanted like I wanted to put in a CM Punk because he's just, you know, in the ring and out of the ring, his mic work is just it's just great, man. But like trying to choose four four of your wrestlers, and if you've been watching wrestling for a long time, it's like ah, you know, it's like you don't even know how many to pick, or mm-hmm. it's just, it's just crazy. It's like the hardest thing ever to pick your four top wrestlers
1: oh tell me about it when i when <laughs> I, when i first first, uh, first did it on the very first episode of of uh, Badlands with with Paul, if I do it now, I've probably got a different four wrestlers If I do it tomorrow I'd have another different four wrestlers because there's so much great wrestling out there, and there's so many like people who, who I've watched and really enjoyed that you, you kind of want to bring everyone and you want a Matt rushmore that's got about a hundred faces seriously that that's so true and and you know i give kudos
0: for for people i mean there are legit people that will stand by like their four top wrestlers mm-hmm. and how they do that i have no idea yeah. because like you said you you can literally ask me this in two hours and i could definitely change i mean i could literally change right now my answer
1: <laughs> well don't be doing that These are locked now these are <laughs> locked down <laughs> so let's uh let's get into this main topic uh we discussed in the dms uh Going over the 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 Mount Rushmore of our current tag teams, um, I've always been a massive tag team fan. It was kind of my bread and butter in the in the late eighties, going into the Attitude Era, and it it was kind of tag team wrestling that dragged me back in with uh, the way New Japan uh, had an emphasis on on tag team wrestlers a couple of years ago, and then obviously we've got AEW uh, who are kind of bringing that back uh, with with um, Dynamite. So I thought it'd be quite interesting to to get. Both yours and my take on who are the best tag teams currently around. So um, how did you find research in this topic? Uh, this was this was
0: this was kind of difficult. Um, you know, I like you, I, I grew up, I enjoyed the tag team, you know, era of wrestling, you know, kind of like the late 80s, the early 90s. Um, you know, able to go back and into the 70s and 80s of of you know of wrestling and watching those tag teams. Um, and then I kind of grew out of tag team it just it wasn't really emphasized as much um, as it used to be and then um, kind of over the past couple of years I kind of been drawn back into it so it's like I had to go really kind of dig in and do a lot more research because um, I know of names but I don't really know you know how their, how way they work and their matches so it was I enjoyed it, it you know kind of coming up with, with this was, was was challenging for me um, but you know I, I think I Uh, I think I did fairly well for myself for kind of being out of the loop when it comes to uh, the tag team era of, uh, you know, of it going on right now.
1: Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling?
0: pwx over the top shine and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only five ninety nine per month get your free trial today at
1: powerslam.tv Let, let's go then let's uh let's hear your first uh your first tag team that makes your more rushmore the greatest current tag teams
0: so like i said before growing up enjoying and watching tag teams um there's only one team that really sticks out to me as like the old school in your face tag teams. And that is, they were formerly known as the revival, but now they are gas going or FTR. So they can go by whatever they want to right now. <laughs> um, but, but to me, F- FTR revival, however you guys want to name them. Uh, to me, they're the smash mouth in your face, old school tag team. Uh, the way they, they just do everything together as a, as a team. And that's what I enjoy uh, about the tag team wrestling is they just it's not singles they 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 just they do everything together and that's that's the the, the magic of tag team wrestling and they show it
1: yeah uh, i think the their passion for tag team wrestling comes through um and like i said it's, it's a throwback it's a throwback to uh the kind of um the AWA slash NWA style of, of of tag wrestling where it was no, there's nothing fancy. It's just, I'm going to smash you clean in the face and I'm going to, I'm going to put you out. Uh, and with, with this era of, of flippish shit and technical wrestling, it is, it's cool to see, uh, that kind of difference with, uh, with FTR fear, the revolution, French toast revival, whatever they want to be called. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) So yeah, great pick. Uh, it, it's not a team that that made my picks, uh, uh, so at least we're going to have one different. Um, now, which one of mine do I throw up first? I think I'm going to go with um, one that's uh, outside the the kind of WWE spectrum. Um, I'm going to go with the Briscoes. I think, um, t- obviously, 20-year veterans, most known for the the runs in uh, in Ring of Honor, where they've been absolutely just dominant. If the if they, they're not at the top of, of, of the scene in terms of being the champion, the the ones that are, are challenging just so so dominating. They've um, had runs in New Japan. They've had runs in Combat Zone. The 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 list of titles that they've won is just absolutely just it's it's ridiculous. Uh, Two time Combat Zone champion. Uh, they've been added IWGP uh, Tag Champions over in New Japan and the NEVER Champions with uh, with Yanu, which is. That's, that's a that's a six-man team that that you can get behind with uh, the Briscoes and the Toro Yanu. Um they've also been the six man in in Ring of Honor with uh, Bully Ray and then eleven-time Ring of Honor tag team champions, which is I think it's about five uh title reigns higher than the next next highest uh, tag team. And breaking into singles, Jay Briscoe was even had been a been a two-time uh Ring of Honor champion, and it'd be interesting to see if they ever did make it to to WWE. What what kind of uh, push they would have got? Uh, I believe that they had a tryout in the the 2009ish maybe, and uh, Vince turned them down because they were not cosmetically pleasing. Which I uh, think think is kind of say that they're ugly. But yeah, yeah, I'm, basically, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, for my first pick the Briscoes.
0: That, that's a that's a good pick and they were actually uh, a part of my honorable mentions um so that's a good pick i i th- those were that was one team where um you know i i've heard of them and, and seen a couple of clips of their stuff but uh and kind of like going back and doing some research they really good really solid uh you know they definitely deserve to be um talked about amongst the, the tag teams uh, of this era for sure
1: yeah i mean i was never like a fan at the very beginning uh over here in britain it was it's so it was so hard to get hold of ring of One back then so they kind of was nowhere near my radar but um with this kind of influx of streaming and stuff like that they're a team that have really really spoke because again i, I kind of like the revival they they're not a flippy team. They just smash mouth. They just want to like yeah. rip your faces off. So yeah, it, it's it's very very di- a different kind of wrestling in in this flippy technical era that we're in. Um, so let's go to you for for your second pick. So my second pick um, would be uh, Fish
0: and O'Reilly from the Undisputed era. Mm. Um, I think if you, I think if you follow those guys, um, you know they've been around the world uh, together and separately. Like they're both extremely good. Uh, you know I think that they could probably hold any title in the WWE right now um, if they went on their solo. But just together as a team, um, they work well. They they utilize uh, the ring exceptionally well when it comes to their their quick tags in and outs um they just they just click and, and they're both very technical um they're very smooth uh, they they just you know they need to I think that they can go in the main roster and, and put on you know some extremely good matches with with some of the tag teams that are up there. Um, but I guess that's kind of based on how they want to push them but uh definitely two top guys in, in NXT. Ah, uh, for sure
1: yep totally agree uh Kyle O'Reilly, when he when they eventually do break up the the interior, i think he's the the breakout star of uh, of of that division um uh, be, because he's just got charisma in in absolute spades the the way he had guitars coming down to the ring is just absolutely legendary <laughs> his his reactions uh are amazing and if you've only actually seen Undisputed era from their NXT, work. you you miss so much of of yeah. how they built that character with the with the Red stuff in um in Ring of Honor and and the even the 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 PWG baller tournaments that they've been in. Those guys can go in the ring, absolutely can go. So that's a, an absolutely solid pick. like just like with the with the Briscoes, it was a team that made my honorable mentions. Oh, nice, nice. Um, so for my second. Um, hmm. I think I'm gonna go. I, I think it'd be a mockery if I didn't put this team up on the on the Mount Rushmore. I'm gonna have to go with the New Day. In a okay. in in a period where, like like we've said, tag team wrestling was never kind of at the forefront these guys have, have made tag team wrestling front and center for, for the WWE. Uh, it's it, it started when all three of them were they had successes as a uh, as single wrestlers, but they could never kind of beat that almost glass ceiling uh the 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 highest that they bought uh the, the majority of them got was the intercontinental title with biggie and and coffee uh and xavier woods obviously came got drafted in from tna uh and for me the point of a tag team is to make the the the, the members like greater than the sum of the parts if you will uh, if you come together as a team you you should be more powerful almost and they've definitely done that uh, after a an awful start as a political kind of group, and then transitioning to like this, uh, this even worse gospel gimmick. Uh, I think they stumbled on absolute Go when they started, uh, with the, the kind of child centric, uh, cereal selling, pancake throwing, just bright, colorful. Energetic characters that they've got, and it's it shown. They've received massive plaudits for not only their in-ring work, but also the character work. They've won Wrestling Observer, uh, and they, the all three of them actually won the Rolling Stone Magazine uh, Wrestler of the Year in in twenty fifteen, which is shocking for a tag team to to get that kind of uh, mainstream like uh, praise, really. And then, if there's a record in the tag division. They Either broke it or they're going to break it. Uh, twice they've been raw tag team champions, uh, which I think one of them was a, a 483 day runners as, t- as champion. Six times, yeah. uh, that's mental for a tag, especially in a in an era where Vince loves hot-shotting titles. For, for someone to to make it nearly 500 days as champion is it's shocking. Uh, but they're also um, the current and six-time tag champions over on SmackDown, uh, which I think that's another record. Uh, and like I mentioned, they've won multiple awards, at, uh, PWR and Wrestling Observer Tag Team of the Year, Gimmick of the Year. So, yeah, I think uh, I struggle to to not justify putting The New Day on Mount Rushmore.
0: Oh, yeah, that's that's definitely a, a good pick, and it's definitely true, especially in this type of era of, uh, in regards to WWE, it's a solid pick.
1: Thank you very much. Um, so, let's go to you for for pick number three. So, my
0: third one is, uh, you know, these guys are obviously well-known, um, the, the Young Bucks, mm-hmm. uh, and the Young Bucks to, to me, um honestly when I when I heard of them and you know I saw kind of you know, I saw them actually when they were um part of uh TNA. Um Oh it, it was, generation Me. You know, yeah. Oh that was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Extremely young. Extremely they were definitely boys back in the day. <laughs> um but I, I you, you can, got goose people yeah. that shit, cold shiver <laughs> went down my spa. <laughs> it's uh you know what they those guys have definitely come a long way. Uh, you know, a lot of people kind of reference them to the, to the Hardy boys and such, but to me, um, seeing them kind of reminds me of, of the rockers when they have the kind of that, they have that, that look of, of kind of like fun party. Um, you know, they're, they're there to have fun. And I, I think what they've done for tag team in, in general, for the, the sport of, of wrestling uh, they definitely put the the name out there where tag teams should be looked at. Yes, they are definitely flips and and all that kind of jazz and all that. But um, they have a passion for the sport and it shows. and And I can appreciate that. And especially when it comes to tag teams, and they've been together. I mean, they're they're, they're brothers, but they've never split apart. They've never, you know, I don't even think they've ever referenced even splitting. Um, you know for them to keep this team together for all these years and and still keep going uh it, it's a great thing and they as much as i might not know um you know of all of their their stuff what they've done it in new japan and, and you know i've seen some things but maybe not as much as others they, they definitely need to be talked to as probably the top 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 echelons of, of tag teams uh of right now i i i
1: couldn't Agree anymore, and they were also my third pick as well. Um, yeah, Generation Me, though, that is a that is a, a skid mark on the on the underpants of the of the young books definitely. um But to be fair to to the uh, Nick and Matt, they they've said many times that they used that kind of experience of 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 uh, TNA to to know what they were worth and to know that they didn't need to have that that kind of character control. Uh, to to basically push what what they're about rather than let a company like dictate to them what what uh, the young books are. Um, but yeah, like I said, it was my third pick, and th- what's interesting about the books is not only are they amazing tag team. But they've been involved in some amazing factions as well. Obviously, we all know about Bullet Club, uh, but they've yep. also had the the offshoot with the Elite. Uh, they've had Super Click with um, with uh, Adam Cole, and then they've had uh, a. They've, they've they've been in a faction that kind of inspired this this show with uh, the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. who they were they were part of with Adam Cole and uh, Kevin Steen, who's obviously now Kevin Owens. Uh, but yeah, they were the one of the brightest kind of spots in in tag team wrestling, and and it's cool to see how they've gone and helped form this company in AEW and and make sure the focus was tag team wrestling. I think I think they've uh, they've said that one of their kind of mantras is to always open uh out with a tag team match, uh because they want tag team wrestling to be front and center. So you whether you like the flippy shit or you don't, you've got to give them props for the fact that they they love tag team wrestling and they want the they want the world to love tag team wrestling. And yeah, you, you can't you can't really give them any grief for that. So yeah, it's why they made my third pick as well. But going into some of the 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 the, uh, the awards and 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 the titles they've won, again, it's it's just mind-blowing. They've four time Peter e, cha- uh, tag champions, t- uh two-time Ring of Honor tag team champions with uh Page and with Corda, uh three time Ring of Honor uh tag team champions, uh seven time IWGP um uh, junior heavyweight title uh holders, one time IWGP heavyweight title holders, um three time uh, Open weight six man uh, tag team champions uh, twice with Kenny and once with uh, Marty Sklar. As another kind of sub faction with the Super Villains, um, twice they've been uh, Wrestling Observer's Tag Team of the Year, and now the obviously EVPs are all in wrestling. You've got to think. Sooner rather than later they're going to be AEW tag team champions because that division is built for them. Uh but yeah, I agree with you. The Young Bucks are definitely one of the best tag teams uh going today, and probably in the argument for one of the best tag teams ever.
0: Yeah, and you know, you know, they're they're definitely not a, a you know that the damn t-shirt company. Um <laughs> as they what they you know, even what they've done, you know, outside of of wrestling, you know, when you like you said with, with being the elite, you know, all the YouTube uh channels that they've done the things that you know they've sparked, you know, from pro wrestling to selling stuff for pro wrestling to moving their stuff into hot topic. They they've done. they're, They're definitely they they're smart in the sense of where they utilize social media to their advantage, and not only that they've brought like the merchandise you know aspect of like you don't have to be part of the WWE to sell merch you can yeah. you know and, and and pro wrestling tees like i'm in the Land area so it's you know for them to be a small time company and coke kind of like helping them out um to exploding into what they do now it's it's amazing it's it's awesome and like you said they might well as be like one of the top tag teams you know in the world right now
1: yeah and and even if you don't kind of like their style or you don't like the the people behind the characters I, I, and especially in our field as, as content creators, you've got to appreciate that hustle. You've got to appreciate that grind. They are working on selling themselves 24-7 with every kind of waking moment they, they're wanting to, to make sure that they're front and centre of, of, of the rest of the world. And you've got to appreciate that, knowing how hard it is to kind of get your voice um out there in terms of podcasting so you can kind of really appreciate the business acumen behind the two guys oh yeah oh and they're young too so like more power to them yeah absolutely um let's round off your your mount rushmore with uh your final pick so my
0: final pick um but like you i actually i had these guys as well on mine and that is the new day um I, you know, for me personally, when it comes to you, you took three single wrestlers, um, Xavier Woods, who to me is probably the one that if they did split up would probably have that breakthrough stardom. Um, he's, he's, he's hands, he's really good. Uh, Big E had his, you know, success in NXT. And obviously, Kobe Kingston has been around, you know, for so long in WWE. We've seen so many iterations of him. And putting those three together, and like you said, they what you said before, like they you know they had this type of church going gospel gimmick going, and they decided that that wasn't for them. They changed it, and they actually had the the you know the words that say you know they had the balls to go up to Vince McMahon and tell him like this isn't working, let us try something else. And then they went with it, and they've put you know they they put together a group that for WWE for, it's just weird like. When you think about that the WWE has kind of pushed them and allowed them to kind of be themselves um, um in regards to the their promos to the way that they dress uh to the merchandise that they put out i mean they they've kind of uh, wrapped up that whole tag team for WWE and 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 kind of like the ball is is in their court and they've you know they've they take it and they're running with it and to me for them it's a lot of respect especially in that organization where you know whatever we hear what we don't hear you know it's obviously a uh, WWE is a business where they have to kind of keep things kind of like in check but for the new day to to do what they do it's it's a good sign and um they you know they're just good they're they're all three good wrestlers and you cannot like say that they're not good wrestlers because they all three of them are extremely good and it's they're like a powerhouse if they you know kind of give them more. I mean, they could probably put on some good matches with a lot of tag teams that are out there, not just in WWE.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. And uh, You mentioned there about WWE being a business, and at the end of the day, it's, the wrestling almost comes secondary in WWE. So it's all about the kind of revenue streams, the merchandise, the TV, media, stuff like that. And New day seem to have the ability to be able to sell snow to an Eskimo almost, pimping out these uh, these breakfast cereals, Pancakes. I mean, you give them um, uh, any kind of uh, inanimate object and they're going to be able to get it over. But eventually you've got to be able to do it in the ring. And I think they've proved that they can do it. I mean, you look at some of the, the kind of feuds that they've had, uh, when they've, they've had uh, f- uh, matches against the Shield, the amazing matches that they've had with the Usos. I mean, we've seen that match time and time again, but it never gets boring because it's two tag teams that know how to go and can have such great chemistry. The stuff with the bar, absolutely outstanding. Yeah. And And it got to the stage where being part of the New Day elevated one of them to to somewhere where he would have never got to ordinarily with Kofi uh, uh, having never, that kind of breakout performance at Elimination Chamber, which led to Kofi Mania and, and and his title win and, and basically one of the best feel-good moments that we, we've had in WrestleMania for 30 years. So, yeah, uh, it, it, like I said when I, when I mentioned him, it, it's hard to justify this team not being on the Mount Rushmore.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And like you said, with the whole Kofi, Kofi Mania thing, I mean, you know, when you watch wrestling for so long and, and you've seen the ups and downs and it's and it especially kind of nowadays to a certain extent, it's like it's you know, some of the storyline storylines, especially for WWE, it's not you know, those feel good storylines that you get really emotionally involved. But I just remember, you know, last year at that time with, with Kofi, like I was so wrapped up into it, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, the, the elimination chamber match. I was like on the edge of my seat watching that match towards the end with with him and Daniel Bryan. Like it was, I was like, "Holy cow!" Like for them to get me to like feel those emotions again, like you would feel like as a child or something. It's it's unbelievable. So Kofi and and New Day, it's they just they deserve all the credit that they that they have and all the accolades that they they've done in WWE. They
1: they deserve it all. Absolutely, totally, totally agree. So going on to Man, and it would be hard, uh, this is my final pick, going on to it, it would be hard for me to not include this team. Um, um, in, for, for context, I had a, a, a period of wrestling where I just wasn't watching for a long, long time, uh, and I got dragged back in uh, by, by New Japan and one of the reasons that, that i got dragged back in apart from like the amazing matches between uh Nakamura and aj styles which wwe absolutely dropped the ball when they had that opportunity uh, it it was it was the the fact that at that time new japan kind of put a, a big emphasis on tag team wrestling and one of the tag teams that that really drew my attention was uh the gorillas of destiny uh the sons of haku uh wrestling since uh 2008, but they actually had quite a, an interesting story, and I didn't really know a lot about this uh, uh, before actually uh, looking it up. Uh, they, they made the, the the rounds after training at the the Team 3D uh, Academy with uh, Bubba Ray and Diva. Um and eventually they, they they worked their way to get a WWE tryout. But um, when 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 it came to uh, offering a contract, there was actually only only. Tongaloa that got offered a contract and Tama was was told no they were interested so they actually separated for about seven years didn't actually get back together till about 2016 obviously um tongalow ended up being camacho if you uh if you remember that yeah. horrific, horrific gimmick uh, he would uh he'd actually tag in fcw for a couple of years uh with uh, C.J. Parker, who, who's now in in New Japan as Juice Robinson, uh, and then he got his call up to the main roster, where he was uh the enforcer for Haniko, which is that's a prize job if you ever if you ever want your your. WWE called it to, to be something. It's to be the enforcer for Hediko, I think. So he landed on a good <laughs> job there. Not. Um, he did a little bit of a stint in, uh, in TNA as well as a character called Marker. Uh, but then Tama, he went totally the opposite direction. He went straight to New Japan, started training in the dojo, and it, that's kind of been his bread, bread and butter ever since. He was sent out on an excursion to CMLL for, for a year or so uh, to, to kind of horn his skills, which is I think is a, a really cool way of, uh, of New Japan, um, where they allowed their, their wrestlers to get that kind of experience. Returned in uh, early 2013, quickly joined uh, Bullet Club, and, and history just writes itself. Uh, in 2016, uh, like I said, they... they the, the brothers team back up Tanglewood, signed for New Japan, and they've been a, a, a force in Bullet Club ever since. Major players in the Civil War that we saw with the Elite, uh, with Team Cordier versus Team Kenny, uh, and then then we got the the Bullet Club firing squad. Um, as, as actual champions, they've they've not been as uh, as decorated as uh, as some of the teams I've mentioned, but it's I think that's mainly because they haven't had the kind of longevity as a tag team. Um, but they've still been Ring of Honor champions, uh, never open weight uh, champions three times, and, and six-time RWGP um, Tag Team champions, which is a current shared record, but you can you can almost guarantee that they'll go on to break that uh, over the next year or so. So, yeah, for my final pick, I'm going to go with uh, there's, um, the Gorillas of Destiny.
0: That's that's a good pick. They were actually, they were also part of my honorable mentions as well. So, you know, I kind of had that, you know, that side of, honorable mentions, but kind of doing research. And you know, I I never I knew of New Japan and I've seen a couple of things here and there, but never really got um kind of like involved in it. And it wasn't actually until I, you know, I started this podcast and and being on on Twitter and and seeing everybody's love, you know, for New Japan where I was actually able to kind of kind of go in and, and do a little bit more, you know, research and watching more of their matches and you know, I, you know, I kind of slapped myself in the head being like, wow, why didn't you never get into it? You know, because, you know, they, they put on, they put on good, you know, the content of New Japan is, is obviously great. And obviously, you know, with the announcements of, of yesterday and, and how the cup is coming back, like uh, New Japan is going to be back in, you know, a couple of mm-hmm. weeks. It's just, it's, it's, it's great. It's good for wrestling. And um, I, I will definitely now for sure be more involved in, in that uh that you know form wrestling for, from new Japan because like you said everything that we discussed you know on this podcast of what some of these guys have done in New Japan, you know, it definitely needs more eyes need to be uh directed towards towards the organization because they have extremely good wrestlers, they have extremely good tag team matches. It's hands down, it might be one of the, the top organizations that that needs, you know, that isn't as recognized as it should be.
1: Mm -hmm. and the 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 good thing is though we're in this kind of era where wrestling's at the touch of a button you can literally go on on onto your laptop or even on your phone and you can find wrestling from six thousand miles away and you can watch it if it's not live it's it's the next day or a couple of days after and i i i'm so jealous of wrestling fans now because they didn't have to go through the shit that we went through, where you had to go to the video <laughs> store to go and rent a, oh, a, a, a video from a pay-per-view five years before that, it was just yeah. They, <laughs> these 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 young pups, they have no idea. They're so spoiled. Oh my god, they are so spoiled.
0: It is unbelievable. They have everything, and they click it of a, a button. You. It is ridiculous. Like
1: they only do <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, well, I think we've come up with two really quality uh, Matt Rushmores. There, you, you mentioned some honorable mentions. I know we've gone over a couple of them uh, with uh, the Girls of Destiny and with uh, the Briscoes. Uh, did you have any others that that kind of almost made your list? The
0: other one I actually had was the uh, the Usos. Same. Um, yeah, they 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 they're you know what they're injuries and kind of like you know some of their personal demons that they you know it's you know we haven't really seen you know like kind of given a, like a full you know year to two years of of the usos um it, it's they just they're really good you know they they're brothers that they they, they mesh well um it's just that, like they're, they're never on the same page when it comes to their personal lives it's just you know we can never get them both at a hundred percent and and giving us You know, when they do, they they give us great matches. Like you said, the the fuse that they've had with, you know, the bar or even the New Day. I mean, when you put the New Day and the Usos together in a Hell in a Cell match, and you wouldn't think that they would do anything seeing that it's a Hell in a Cell, and they give you a really good match, it's kind of like, you know, these guys need to, you know, once I hope once everything gets cleared and they're, they're, they're 100%, they can actually become that dominant tag team. That they can because they're they're good on the mic as well. Like they have the promos, they have the the ring work to, to 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 give you to everybody what they want. It's just you know
1: they're some you know their injuries and their demons kind of hold them back. Yeah, absolutely, and, and they're so reminiscent of the hardest in in that respect for me, where they they could have easily been the very best tag team uh, to have ever entered the ring, but. Those demons kind of did hold them back, and, and those kind of issues. And it'd be it, it'd be cool if they they kind of did get like a a two to three year run where they were injury free and demon free, and and see what what they could achieve without being kind of stunted by their own vices, almost.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame.
1: Yeah. So I had the issues as as man. Another one that uh, uh, a bit of a dark horse that didn't quite make it uh, was a SEU. Um, I know we've seen them as the the first AEW tag team uh, champions, but the stuff that they did on the Indies, the 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 team that they had with um, with uh, Daniels and and Kazarian as the Addiction in Ring of Honor, I just they 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 kind of like a mainstay of the tag team division, and I think adding Scorpio Sky to that that group kind of refreshes it, and it's almost like um it's almost like um. A new day style where they they can like float through and have like almost a free bird rule. Uh, but yeah, if you want a solid uh, match uh, with a great technical wrestling, I don't think you can look look much further than than uh, SCU. So I had them kind of uh, on the back burner.
0: Yeah, that yeah, that's a good team, and and I think uh, Scorpio Sky. You know, give a couple more years, I think he'll definitely be a a top star um, for mm-hmm. AEW. They got a good young talent, but he's. Kind of one that stands out, he's got the size, he's got the the ring work to, to do it. He's 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 definitely uh, the shining star, um, in, in in that organization,
1: yeah. And it, I mean, we'll we'll probably get on to AEW when we when we uh talk on on Wild Watch, but looking at their talent roster, especially the younger hungry talent, phew, that, there was that company set for the next 10 years in terms of big stars, yeah. yep. So, um what I need from you now, Justin, is a is a topic a topic for for a, a future guest. Normally, like like I mentioned to you, you'd normally get two picks, uh, one from me and one from Paul, and you'd decide which one you thought sounded the most interesting. Uh, but I know you've said you've got a couple of a uh, couple of ideas there, so yeah, why well, why don't you throw us an idea for a future guest? What would you like to hear a, a Mount Rushmore, um, a Badlands episode on?
0: So so this is gonna be definitely uh this is gonna be a, a, a little bit of a challenge, kind of outside the box. Um, mm. but it's gonna be kind of fun doing some research on this. Uh but I'm going for um you yeah, out of the whole kind of like era of wrestling, uh so not in such a time frame, but out of the whole era of wrestling, your top four wrestlers who wrestled in jeans.
1: Mm. Very, very interesting. You know, I did not I did not think that, that was that was ever gonna be a topic to be fair. Uh, so I've got it as the Mount Rushmore of denim loving wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I I I said to you in the DMs that I, I kind of like to um give my first thoughts on on what these topics are, kind of that who instantly comes to mind. And the, the person that comes to mind straight away is is David Boy Smith. Uh when yeah. he went through and he went through an era of wearing jeans and boots. So yeah, uh, that is a very, very interesting topic. Very, like I said, very out of the box. Um, you, you did mention that you had a, a, a another idea. What, what would have, what would that have been?
0: Um, the, the actually the the other one that I had um, was kind of like your your top uh, four extreme uh, wrestlers of of wrestling. Now let's say current, but I of kind of like the all of the the era of wrestling that's kind of like more of your generic
1: yeah I, I i mean the likes of like the hardy boys or or even if you went to like the the, the real ends of extreme like uh guys like abdullah the butcher or um someone like Ray and that kind of that kind of topic
0: yeah yeah but that, that was kind of like more your generic but uh, you know, kind of like the jeans was a little bit more outside the box, a little bit more of a challenge.
1: That, that is a badass topic. That is going to take some real research, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, I don't think could. Could you even Google it and say what wrestlers wrestled in in denim? I think <laughs> that is going to that's going to take some real research. I'm I'm all about that. That's a great great topic. Good, good. I'm, I'm glad, and I cannot wait for for the guest who has that one. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna to have to bum someone out with that i'm gonna to have to give them about three weeks uh time to to come up with that yeah. say, say, you're you're coming on the show in november so here in august go and find some wrestlers who, who've wrestled in jeans oh, <laughs> it, man. it's a quality That's topic I, I really do appreciate that um let all the, the Badlands listeners know where they can find you on social media, where they can find uh, The Worst Wrestling Podcast.
0: Uh, all right, so uh, I am on Twitter, at Worst Wrestling. Um, I have an Instagram, The Worst Wrestling Podcast. Um, I'm a little bit more active on Twitter than than Instagram. I'll just kind of post more of my episode releases on, on Instagram, but uh, more interactions on Twitter, so follow me there. Uh, the Worst Wrestling Podcast is um, on your Apple podcast, Google play, Spotify, Stitcher, um, kind of like wherever you listen to your podcast, I am there for you.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's a, like, like I said in, in the, the, the intro it's such a fun podcast. Uh, Full props to Justin to be able to to knock out these podcasts solo. I, I know for well, I can't do it, so I give him massive, massive respect for that. And again, for context, he's just literally dropped an episode today, which I'll be listening to whilst I'm editing this podcast. So that'll be a, a, a fun background noise for me to to crack on with. Um, yeah, I really do appreciate you taking the time to be on the show, Justin. Yeah, uh, you know, it's been been fun and a great topic for a future guest. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at dajkurtbe. Follow my absent uh, tag team partner Paul Tolley, at Raincounter. Follow the show at Badlands Pod. Who had the best Mount Rushmore of uh, tag team wrestlers? Uh, was it uh, Justin's with the the revival with Red Dragon, with the Young Bucks, and with the New Day, or was it Man with uh, the Briscoes? with the grills of Destiny, with the New Day and with the Young Bucks as well. Um, What's your uh, greatest Mount Rushmore of the best wrestlers of all time? Give me some clues on who I could pick for for the best wrestlers who wore denim. Uh, Yeah, just come (laughs) over, uh, uh, get involved on Twitter. Just remember, though, when when you're formulating your Mount Rushmores, we've got one rule, and it's that you must always use your head.